Welcome to the Unseminary Podcast. Are you looking for practical ministry help to drive your ministry further, faster? Have a sinking feeling that your ministry training didn't prepare you for the real world? Hey, you're not alone. Join thousands of others in pursuit of stuff that we wish they had taught in seminary. Buckle up and let's get started with this week's Unseminary Podcast. All right, well, welcome to the Unseminary Podcast. My name's Rich Birch. Super excited that you've decided to spend some time with us today. Hopefully your week's going well as you get ready for the weekend. Um, You know, it's that time of year when uh, The Walking Dead comes back out. And so today we've got an interesting interview. Uh, Super excited. People are thinking, what are we talking about? Uh, Super excited to have Richard Clark uh, on the phone today. Uh, Richard, welcome to the show. So glad you're here today. Thank you. Glad to be on. Richard is the editor-in-chief of a website you need to check out, ChristAndPopCulture.com. It's a great site. Um, you know, been poking around in there. Lots of really, you know, I think well thought out, well produced uh, thinking really around, um, you know, how does the church and ministries intersect with uh, pop culture? And Richard is the grand poobah over there. And so we're, <laughs> we're privileged, honored to have you uh, on the phone today uh, or on the show today, Richard. Why don't you tell us a little bit about you and kind of how did you get so excited and energized about talking about pop culture? Yeah, I mean, basically this all sort of started back in, uh, I'd say, eight years ago. A friend of mine and I were both taking some arts classes at seminary, and this was sort of out of the ordinary. I think uh, arts classes were like electives, basically, and you could take them if you want, and a lot of people within the arts classes would just debate about how much this stuff even mattered, that sort of thing. But we started to think about, we were taking like a film class, and we were taking some other things, some modern art. Uh, sort of visual arts classes um, and we just started talking about how n- no one was really being thoughtful about mm. the more uh, the the art that people actually consume if that right. makes sense so yeah. yeah you know we could talk forever about seeing God in, in a painting or even seeing God in like an art film but the fact is we look all around and we see that people are watching Indiana Jones, and they're watching, uh, you know, James Bond, and they're watching uh, Jurassic Park, and they're not being thoughtful about those things, Um, or they weren't at the time, I would say. And so we started a podcast to sort of have that conversation and sort of model that conversation, which turned into a website. And so that's what sort of got us interested. I've always been someone who's interested in writing and also interested in. in artistic things, I guess, of mm-hmm. kind of a creative uh, mind. So, um, yeah, that's kind of where it started. Very cool. Now, I would imagine there's, uh, you know, churches are, are either just straight out kind of rejecting this, you know, kind of pop culture, um, or they're just kind of letting it wash over them. You know, what what's the problem with either of those extreme positions? Why? What's yeah. what's the problem with that? Why, why is yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's too, that's a really good way of articulating the problem because there really are just two huge extremes, and what we're trying to do is say, like, no, actually, there is something that's in the middle that's right, and that, so the two extremes are something that was a lot more common back in the day, which is even eight years ago, is that churches would say, we don't associate with this, we don't do it, we don't encourage you to do it. And we, we, in fact, would discour- actively discourage you to like watch television or go see movies. And uh, we certainly wouldn't want to engage with it in any uh, active way. Um, the other extreme is, uh, you know, this perspective that um, 
these things are all from God, and as such, um, and culture is from God, and as such, it's all sort of a great influence, and we should take what the world is saying and li listen and hear it out and then just apply it to our Christianity, which I think is also another really dangerous, bad approach. Hmm. So now, what is what is kind of a good engagement look like for a church yeah. or for Christ followers? You know, how, how what, what would kind of a healthy engagement with pop culture look like? Yeah, so the simplest thing to do is to talk about on the individual level. I mm -hmm. think uh, the best way to do these things is just to be thoughtful. That's the first thing I tell people is just actively think about the things that you're engaging with. Mm -hmm. And that sort of, that sort of for me, summarizes the whole of how Christians should be interacting with culture. But what comes out of that is a lot. So mm -hmm. if you are watching um, a movie with nudity, Sometimes it might mean being thoughtful and realizing how that affects you as a as a believer. Right. Sometimes you might be watching something that you're being thoughtful about. You realize it's bad, but the act of realizing it is bad is actually improving you as a human being. So that's why I would never say like any movie is bad for a person to watch necessarily. Mm. So uh, I think uh, to to. I think it is important to handle this on an individual level mm -hmm. and to allow for that to happen, to kind of trust the Holy Spirit in that, mm -hmm. um, and then to to go from there and just kind of equip one another to be thoughtful and actively engage these things as we're consuming them and as we're being, as we're interacting with them. Mm -hmm. So then, you know, your your blog um, or really website, you know, ChristinPopCulture.com, you know, what are you trying to do there? You're trying to kind of, you know, host a place to have a conversation about these. How are you hoping to kind of, uh, you know, steer the conversation through your, your website? So what we're doing is trying to kind of provide an antidote to those two extremes we were talking about and what has resulted from those two extremes. I think a lot of uh, that first extreme what that has resulted in is a Christian culture that does not know what it's talking about when it comes to these things. <laughs> okay. So even, I mean, there are a lot of people out there who want to write about culture, try to write about culture. We've got pastors, we've got celebrity pastors now that are great guys. They're writing about cultural things and movies and stuff sometimes. And when they do, it's kind of cringe-inducing because they're not totally sure what they are talking about. And that's fun, but what we need is we need people who are out there like kind of lending their expertise about the form, about the motivations of the people behind these things, um, and just about sort of what art can and can't do, um, and what popular culture in general can and can't do. Mm -hmm. uh, we're trying to provide that in particular. So uh, when a person comes to our website, they're not going to find just a random personal screed against nudity in movies, they're going to find something a little more challenging than that. It's going to be, you know, sort of a, a deeper analysis that's written for a popular audience. And that's a key for me. Like, this is definitely something that we hope helps the church in that way, uh, that people aren't scared of it because mm -hmm. it's too heady or intellectual. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, on the other hand, I think we also want to challenge our audience. So mm -hmm. what we're doing is we are very actively writing pieces that we think the evangelical church needs to hear. So we're uh, we come off sometimes overly liberal because a lot of people might not agree with the stance that we take. But really, we we very deeply believe 
in the inerrancy of Scripture, and we we take it all kind of uh, as literally as it means to be taken, and mm-hmm. we uh, we apply those truths to our lives and sort of put it out there and apply it to these things in ways that we think are a little, hopefully, a little more thoughtful and helpful. Nice. Now, has there been a particular article on the the site that's, that seems to have resonated or maybe stirred up a bit of conversation? That you're like, okay, that's interesting. Um, you know, is there one that sticks out? Yeah, that's interesting. I think um, I'm trying to remember now. Uh, let me see. I'm just thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, we have these regularly, so yes. we have we had. It, there's waxes and it waxes and wanes, and we certainly have. Uh, like um, one of the more recent ones we published was called uh, "When I Realized That the Bible Doesn't Can't Cure Everything." Okay, yeah. And it was written by Brad Williams, and it was basically a piece about uh, depression. It mm-hmm. came kind of. Uh, we waited a while after the Robin Williams thing happened. Right. to publish it, but it was kind of a response to the way the evangelical church in some corners reacted to that. There was mm-hmm. a feeling that uh, they didn't understand depression. Right. It was seen as a, a kind of choice uh, mm-hmm. that you can make or not make. And uh, so this this was an attempt to kind of just say a really simple message, which is that sometimes depression can uh, be sometimes depression can can be harder than just like willing it away right. and sometimes you need a medical solution for that right. and just allowing for that possibility and a lot of the articles that sort of uh, dredge up uh, controversy come from that allowing like they're just they're allowing for the possibility of something being okay you know right. what I mean right. yeah, yeah. Right. Um, sure. so yeah cool now, a lot of people that listen in are church leaders, they're, you know, executive pastors, senior pastors, maybe people involved in programming, that sort of thing. What are some, you know, what would you say to those leaders about engaging with pop culture? Um, you know, how should they do it? Is there, are there examples of churches out there you think are doing a particularly good job, um, you know, in kind of using pop culture, leveraging it for their, you know, for their ministries or, yeah, how, how should, how should they think about it? And are there any, you know, kind of particular actions they could take? So I I don't know if I'm going to give you the answer you're looking for because my <laughs> my first answer is going to be what, what not to do yeah, maybe that's fine. what that's what, fine. what I often think is kind of overdone is this programmatic response so mm-hmm. uh, we've got to have a thing where everyone comes and watches a movie together and then we talk about it afterwards that can be helpful but I find that that's much more help, helpful if it's done on a personal level either with groups that are sort of opt in. Mm-hmm. Um, and a little more personal and small-ish. And then, or uh, because otherwise, if you have like a big event, you are are implicitly sort of uh, telling people you approve of watching this thing, right? right? right, 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 right. (laughs) Um, And I think that can be a really dangerous thing. I think the key for church leaders and churches is allowance. And I mean that in the most positive, active way. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't mean just like, okay, fine, do your little pop culture stuff, everybody. What I mean is I think that pastors, just like they would with plumbers and lawyers and anyone else, should actively actively sort of uh, encourage and allow for people to engage these things Mm -hmm. and uh, the, the things that we enjoy, the things that we are in, on an individual level passionate about mm-hmm. are given to us 
uh, almost all the time, almost always from God. Those use mm. those things usually flow sort of out of our personality mm-hmm. and out of the ways that we are gifted. And so, if a person is passionate about punk music or about you know video games or about movies or TV, that's something that I think uh, pastors and leaders at church have to be sort of actively encouraging toward. So, I mean, my church. I, I wouldn't. I certainly wouldn't say like, "Hey, here's a model," because there's no model. Right, right. <laughs> but right, I right. would say at my church, they're really good at sort of just talking with me about the stuff that I'm interested in. And mm-hmm. you know, I do, it's not that I, that's the only thing I can talk about, but that does send a signal yeah. that, "Hey, I don't condemn you for this." Right. So. Well, yeah, I think I think that's a good. That's that's a that's a healthy perspective. That you know, I think a lot of times we have to realize that our people live within a context and um, you know, that they don't just think about what we're talking about all day long, <laughs> that they yeah, are watching yeah. movies and, and yes. you know, watching TV shows and listening to music um, that, you know, that is a part of their lives. And so how do we, you know, at least acknowledge that at the very base level um, that that is a part of, um, you know, where they're at. So yeah, that's, that's cool. That's, I think it makes a lot of sense uh, yeah. for sure. Anything else you'd want to share, you know, any kind of insights for people who may be listening in before we jump into the lightning round? Uh, no, I would just say, I would just say to keep an open mind uh, when you engage with popular culture. I think a lot of things that people think of as trash or yep. guilty pleasures have a lot of value in them. Mm-hmm. And uh, the thing that we operate on is whatever is good whatever is true, whatever is noble, think on these things. And we interpret that in the way it's meant, which is that, as opposed to, I think, a lot of people. A lot of people read that as a negative statement. It's actually a positive statement. So it means anytime you see anything that is true, noble, or good, in any context, in any medium, in any work of art, you have to acknowledge that thing, not blow it off because it's anti-Christian somehow somewhere else. You know what I mean? So I think that's the first thing. I think it's, but at the same time, it's really important to be discerning, to know when things are affecting you and harming you spiritually, and uh, to act on that as well. Nice. Any uh, particular television shows, movies, that sort of stuff that you're looking forward to in the coming weeks and months? Oh, man. I'm personally? Uh, I, beside my own so i this is not like a a logical answer but i'm really excited <laughs> to see Le- the left behind movie it's oh, got okay. really bad reviews as we're speaking right now right. but i am excited to go see it i think it's going to be pretty funny <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> which is awful um but yeah i'm excited about that it's a big deal for our website for obvious reasons i mean you've got this tie in between nicolas cage and then like uh, the blatantly Christian thing. It's just like a perfect for us. Right, so, right, right. Uh, so we're doing a lot on that. And then I'm also, I'm getting a PlayStation four pretty soon and I'm right. excited about that. I'm going to play destiny with my friends on the internet. So this is the unseminary podcast stuff. You wish they taught in seminary. All right. Well, we're going to jump into the lightning round that part of the show where we just kind of wrap up and have similar questions that we ask of everybody that's uh, on the show. So today, super excited to have Richard Clark from Christ and popculture.com on the show. Uh, glad to have him with us today. Um, Richard, what is like an online resource besides your site um, mm-hmm. that uh, you're using these days that you're finding particularly helpful? 
Yeah, I uh, I use Facebook. This is kind of an accident. I kind of stumble upon every day yeah. Facebook trending topics. Okay. Uh, because as a person who's sort of, we're supposed to always be thinking like, what are they talking about out there? What is culture talking about? Yep. Generally, I have a pretty good sense, but sometimes I'll just look on there and be like, oh, whoa, that's a thing. And you always know that's about to be a thing people are going to talk about. Usually for, you can kind of judge, but based on the next two or three days. I think for pastors, it's a huge hugely valuable resource just to glance at that every day and to know it's there because uh, a lot of times, especially for something like Ferguson, um, that sort of thing, what movies are coming out that weekend, I, I hate to pair those two because they're drastically different, but these are things that different types of people will be interested in. And especially if you have a diverse church, you're going to want to, <laughs> you're going to want to pay attention to that. Absolutely. How do people find uh, those, you know, trending topics on Facebook? It should just be right on the front page, I think, in the right, right sidebar. Right in there. Okay, great. Perfect. Uh, the other thing I use is Metacritic a lot, just to see if movies are worth seeing. Right. Um, so I just go to Metacritic and look. <laughs> nice. Exactly. Great. All right. What's a, a book you've read in the last six months or so that's had an impact on your uh, your thinking or your ministry? So one book is uh, Joy for the World by... Um, oh my gosh, I can't remember. Is it Greg Forster? That's okay. it. Greg Forster. <laughs> Joy for the World is a really great book that has nothing to do with Christmas, um, except for the introduction. He talks about Christmas a little bit. But um, it's more about cultural engagement and how Christians have had a really sort of, uh, like, I guess a bad attitude and have kind of abandoned this concept of joy when interacting with the world. Um, and so it co starts from that sort of thesis and just branches out and applies it in different ways. It's a very, very, uh, it's actually probably more insightful than you might think. You may feel like you get that. And uh, I certainly did. Mm -hmm. But reading the book, um, I thought it was really uh, helpful and valuable. Cool. That's uh, fantastic. All right. Um, uh, what's another ministry that you're kind of looking at? It's like, wow, that kind of inspires you. You're kind of looking up to them thinking they're doing a great job. So there's a website called Mockingbird. Mm -hmm. That's uh, that's you can find it at mbird.com. That's the URL I remember. They also just start Mockingbird.net. I think it's one of those domains. Right, but uh, right. Mockingbird is a really good ministry that does kind of the same thing that we do, except mm -hmm. that they take a little more of a uh, sort of grace-focused, very a very focused approach. It's a lot less reactionary than us, admittedly. <laughs> um, and so that we're always trying to like answer questions and uh, re re react to things and respond to things. Mockingbird is kind of like the cooler guy out there <laughs> who's like not letting stuff get to him, and he's he's kind of happy with himself. <laughs> right, right, right. So right. Um, I would I would definitely. They also have a magazine out there that's really cool um, that they put out uh, quarterly. It's a great. A great magazine that you can get uh, in print. Nice. So, and they do. They also do conferences and things that will, I think, would help any minister to go check out. Cool. All right. So, if you could get just two more questions, if you could get fifteen mm -hmm. minutes with any leader alive today, uh, who would you want to get that time with, and why? Uh, Andy Crouch is a really sort of, uh, I think, one of my biggest uh, role models in terms of cultural writing and critique. Mm -hmm. uh, he's over at Christianity Today now, kind of 
uh, killing it over there. I mean, Christianity Day is doing amazing things, and so I think uh, Andy Crouch is uh, uh, has a lot to do with that. There's a lot of great people over there. Andy Crouch is in charge of a lot, all, basically all of it. So, um, so yeah, he's he's one that uh, his he's written some fantastic books that are right down down you know our alley. Uh, and so, if you're interested in cultural engagement, cool. that's that's what that'd be one. All right. Well, you know, when you're not uh, trying to understand all of the pop culture that's out there, <laughs> what yeah. do you do for fun just to kind of kick back, relax, and enjoy life a little bit? Uh, my wife and I like to eat places. Nice. <laughs> we like to eat at really nice, not really nice, but like interesting restaurants. We're nice. fascinated with good food. I, I am especially. Here in Louisville, the, the foodie scene is pretty good, um, good. and is getting exponentially better every year so um that's been really fun um and i like to play video games as i referenced earlier we uh yeah i it's something i've been doing for a long time for years and i write about video games for various secular outlets and so uh video games is a huge one for me nice well, thanks so much for being on the show today. I would love people to go by and check out ChristandPopCulture.com. We'll link to that, obviously, in the show notes as well for today. But, Richard, thanks so much for being on. Is there anything else uh, just as we wrap up, or is there any other way people can get in touch with you? Are you on Twitter or that kind of thing? Yeah, I am on Twitter. I'm at Dead Yet Living, so kind of like a zombie-sounding thing, um, <laughs> Dead Yet Living. And then the other thing I will say is that if you're a minister and you're interested in sort of following this stuff and really being helped to be thoughtful about it. Um, I think, and this is biased because it's basically just a plug, but I also yeah, yeah. think it's true. One of the most helpful things you can do is uh, become a member of Christ and Pop Culture. So you can do that by going to our website and clicking on the big membership banner. Um, what that does is it will give you access to, it's $5 a month, mm -hmm. and it will give you access to uh, at one or two usually to almost always to member offerings every month and those are sort of books that we really love or albums or just works of art or things people have created that mm -hmm. people that we really love um we've got a thing with crossway where they're they're offering a free book every month oh, nice. um to our members these are ebooks yep. um so like the the book i was talking about uh joy for the world that was available for a time right now we've got rid of our disgrace and um, Mike Cosper's The Stories We Tell, which is an incredible book about uh, film and television. Nice. Um, those are really good resources, I think. And then also there's a, a discussion group that you'll have access to where a lot of people just talk civilly about popular issues. Mm -hmm. And you'll get a subscription included with that to Christ and Pop Culture magazine, which is long-form articles that take, take sort of a deep... Uh, thoughtful approach, even more thoughtful than on the website, approach to uh, cultural issues. Very cool. Great. Well, yeah, well, I'd love people to drop by and check that out. Again, that's at ChristandPopCulture.com. I really appreciate you being on the show today, Richard. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having us. It's fun. Thanks so much. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Unseminary podcast. Don't be shy. We'd love to connect. Check out Unseminary Inbox. You can sign up at unseminary.com and we'll send you helpful training resources every week. Plus, you'll gain immediate access to our exclusive members area with tons of resources you can use. Connect with Rich on Twitter.
at Rich Birch or through email, rich at unseminary.com. Don't forget to check out the show notes for this episode at unseminary.com. It includes links to what we talked about today and more. Leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Did you enjoy today's episode? Drop by iTunes and leave a review. Thanks again for tuning in to this week's Unseminary podcast. Join us next week when we'll learn more stuff we wish they taught in seminary.